Welcome to this episode three of the Spawn and Games podcast. I'm your host Cody, and it's just me again today. We got uh, some stuff to talk about today. I'll get uh, right into it. Uh, I want to start with games I've been playing. So over the weekend, the Division Two open beta happened. Uh, open beta, if I didn't say that. Um, where I don't know how big it was. I didn't get to play too much of it, but I played some of that, and uh, I enjoyed enjoyed it quite a bit. Some of the uh, gadgets you can play in that uh, in that beta were pretty cool. The beta is over now. It ended on the fourth, I think, which was Monday. Um, but for those of you who haven't played The Division or don't know what it is, it's a Tom Clancy's, like, uh, not really end-of-the-world type game, but, uh, there was this flu or something that went around, it killed a bunch of people, and a bunch of factions opened, like, started going to war with each other and whatnot, and you're a, uh, Division operative agent, and you're basically stopping these factions, but uh, the gunplay feels pretty good. It, I didn't play too much. I played maybe two hours of it. Played with some of the gadgets. was fun. Um, I didn't really find a gun I liked until like I ended playing it. Um, but that's a, that's a game to look forward to if you like real... I shouldn't even say realistic shooters because enemies are bullet sponges. But if you're into realistic style games it's a cover shooter essentially another game i've been uh playing anthem i want let's, to let's actually talk about that later last uh i since it was free i downloaded call of duty modern warfare remastered played some of that i think i'm about halfway through maybe i'm almost done i i, I don't i can't remember uh, from when I played that, how long the game was, but I played a bunch of missions. Uh, it feels good. It, it feels a little off um, after playing like Black Ops Four and stuff. It feels just a tiny bit off, but uh, and it's it's a good feeling shooter. I haven't played any of the online. That's kind of what I I played a lot of online on uh, Modern Warfare Two, which there's some rumors that. That's also going to get a remaster. But for the single player, I don't like the way it jumps around from operative to operative, but, I mean, it's it's pretty decent. It's, it's a fun game. It changed shooters for the better, I would say. That's all I really have to say about that. Uh, I play started playing, since it was also free, The Witness. Basically, it's a puzzle game. I've only played for half hour. 45 minutes, uh, but the puzzles seem pretty cool. It's it's an interesting, It's they're all line puzzles, so you're going from this circle, you have to beat a maze to get here, and then it gradually, it's very good at gradually showing you new, uh, new things on how to solve different puzzles, but I'll probably play more of that, I haven't played too much, uh, too much. Been playing some Apex. Still no battle pass on that. I've been waiting for the battle pass. Um, I really... They said it was supposed to come out by March, so hopefully pretty soon. 
because there's a rumored new character, and I got some news about Apex a little bit later in the show. So, Anthem, I did pick it up. I ended up playing some Anthem. Um, and I gotta say, having a good time with it. Uh, there's some news about Anthem a little later. But I just kind of want to say my thoughts on the game. I'm getting close to the end, I would say. It's starting to button up all the loose ends and whatnot. I am, uh, I gotta be 15 or so hours into it. Maybe more. Um, but I'm, I'm having a great time. The feeling of just jumping, double jumping, and taking off like Iron Man is just amazing. Some of the guns are better than others. Uh, there's a story about the opening gun being the strongest gun in the game. I, I didn't read any of that, and it might somehow be the best, but I'm having way, way more fun with other guns, other types of guns, like the light machine gun. So good. I'm also playing an Interceptor Colossus, or Interceptor uh, Javelin. I have a Colossus, and I just got the Storm. Uh, just hit six, level 16, I think you unlock the third Javelin. I haven't played the Storm at all yet. Uh, I played Colossus a little bit, but I'm all in that Interceptor, baby. The Interceptor Javelin is just freaking awesome. Let's see, where do I want to go from here? Uh, the story in Anthem is... I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm reading a lot of the small stuff. I was planning on streaming some of it. I just haven't found time. That we've, this has been a busy week for my family, so we haven't, I haven't really... I've had people over, so I haven't been able to stream or anything, but the story's pretty good so far. I've only been playing by myself and randos. I haven't played with anybody I know yet. I haven't done a stronghold yet. I think I might do that today. Try one of those out. But, I mean, I'm digging it. I'm digging the game. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I am. Because from what I've heard. But I am digging Anthem quite a bit. And it would be better if I had some people to play with. But, let's go on to our next segment. Games that are releasing... This week. Ooh, that probably sounded really bad because I cracked there. All right. This is also DLC, it looks like. Yeah. So these are the rundown of what's releasing. On March 5th, which was Tuesday, Assassin's Creed Odyssey Legacy of the First Blade Episode 3 Bloodline. That's a mouthful. Uh, came out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. We have on Tuesday, Attack of the Earthlings. PS4 and Xbox One. Beat Cop, which game looks surprisingly good. I haven't played it, but I do like the pixel art of Beat Cop. Come, came out on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, st sticking with Tuesday, Eternity, The Last Unicorn on PC and PS4. Seems interesting. Last one on Tuesday was Left Alive on PC and PS4. Today, TikTok, A Tale of two, of 2, comes out on PC. I don't know what that is. Tomorrow, a big one hits. Kirby's Epic Yarn on the 3DS. 
but also the big one I was actually referring to, Devil May Cry 5. Um, and I think episode one, I talked about the demo that I played of uh, Devil May Cry 5. Be interesting to see. I might uh, borrow that. I know my si- my little sister is getting it on PS4. I might have to borrow it after she's done to play it. So probably won't hear any uh, review from me for quite some time on that game yet. So let me get a drink of water here. Get these vocal cords going. All right, we got uh, a couple pages of news that's happened this week. Uh, a page and a half, but I'll talk about everything. First news story: Apex Legends has been out for a month, and it already has reached 50 million players. That's a big number. Uh, I was trying to find more stats because they had like 1 billion pings or something like that, but I couldn't find those numbers that they released. But that 50 million players is a big milestone. I've also read a uh, little here and there that Fortnite didn't even have this many players at this point in time, but Fortnite, the gaming atmosphere was different when that game came out, so it's... I don't know, you can't really compare them from a game coming out now versus a game that came out two years ago? Last year? Early last year? Late two years ago? Something like that. Uh, But Apex, I'm still having fun. There were some more leaked characters. Or not more leaked characters. There was another leak of some art for the character Octane and some... uh, some of his abilities like based on speed and he regenerates health and whatnot and they seem to be pretty accurate so we'll see when once that battle pass comes out i think he'll be released with that but we'll have to wait and see and i really hope they release that battle pass soon second story this is gearbox promising reveals at pax east panel All right, uh, Borderlands Dev Gearbox has a panel at PAX East. They promise never-before-seen reveals, rumors that it will be Borderlands 3. Gearbox, I don't know what else they have going for them right now, so I I would think it is going to be Borderlands 3. I mean, it would have to be, right? They've been working on that game for a really long time. They've said it's in development. They haven't showed anything. They showed, like, a tech demo of it, but didn't say this was... They didn't say it was Borderlands 3. It was a, a tech demo of their engine that they're using for Borderlands 3. And it looked like Borderlands. But, I mean, that'll be interesting. I I mean, Gearbox has gone through some stuff with uh, Randy Pitchford and whatnot and his scandals. But so I, I want, I'm going to be I'll be interested to see. I don't know when PAX East is, if it's this coming weekend or not. I think it is. I'll uh, I'll have to watch it. Next story coming. We have Final Fantasy NT Dissidia coming to PS4 and PC for free. Sort of. A tweet from at Final Fantasy says Hashtag Dissidia, hashtag Final Fantasy NT free edition is coming to both Hashtag Steam and hashtag PS4 on March 12th. 
uh, try oh I guess they had a in their tweet they had a uh, question mark which kind of weird uh, try out the game free of charge and play against those playing the full game with this weekly ro- with with a weekly rotation of characters so it seems like they're doing like a League of Legends or Smite style you only get these three characters this week Next week, it's going to be these three characters. They haven't said how many. I'm just using three as an example. But rotating characters, I mean, that that's that's a good way to do a free product, I think. If you want everybody all the time, buy the game. But if you just want to try it out, see if it's your thing, here are some heroes. It's going to change next week. You just try out some other heroes. Maybe wait another week for the other heroes. And if you like all the heroes, you can buy the game then. Uh, pretty cool, pretty cool of them to do that. I, I, I'll be downloading it to play it. A couple, I played the beta. Uh, didn't really get into it because I'm not that kind of a 3D fighter, but not 3D fighter like open. It, it's a weird fighting game. But anyways, let's go to. This is probably the biggest news of the week. Hundred mm, percent, the biggest news of the week. A tweet from, oh, I should say, this is uh, Anthem Bricking PS4s. Dun, dun, dun. Also Xbox Ones, but let's uh, go with this. A tweet from at EA Help states, We're aware of a crashing issue. Some of you have been reporting for hashtag Anthem Game. We're investigating and asking that you share your crash data reports when prompted. If you have, we'll be reaching out to gather info. If not, please reply to this thread on AHQ, and then it gives their big URL to to go submit what your problem is. Apparently, it isn't breaking consoles, but crashing them to... Okay, yeah, so it's not actually... People are saying breaking, I've... From what I've read and heard and tried doing some research, it's not actually bricking the console. What it's doing is when you're closing the application, at least on the PS4, I'm not sure how it's doing it on the Xbox, but uh, when you're closing the application on the main home screen of the PlayStation 4, it will completely turn off your PlayStation in some cases, it won't turn back on unless you boot it in safe mode, which is holding the power in for 8 seconds or 10 seconds or till two beeps happen or whatever convoluted thing they do. Uh, and you'll have to boot it in safe mode to rebuild the cache, the caches or something. So it is, it is crashing consoles, but it doesn't seem to be actually fully taking them out. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's should be happening at all. This is a $60 or I think $70 game depending on what ver- no $80 game ver- depending on which version you bought. This is a triple A full support from EA and BioWare game. This should not be happening in the retail build. I can see a beta, that's what they're for. I can see even maybe a preview build this happening, but not in the official release release game. It's, it's unacceptable. But 
if it does, if you do get the anthemed, if you do get the blue screen, I've had one blue screen while playing, but if it does happen to you, there is a fix. Uh, you go on, I think PlayStation blog has the fix on there, or you could go to uh, look it up on Google Anthem fix for PS4. It'll tell you how to boot your console in safe mode and um, fix your cache. It's, like I said, EA and BioWare need to fix it. It, it can't be happening, definitely in the rate it's been happening, because it just now seems to be hitting everybody. So it's unacceptable. Even even with just a few crashes, I think is unacceptable. Finish game shouldn't happen. Shouldn't shouldn't happen in a finished game. Anyways, let's keep on going. No, let's talk about this some more. You know, when a game is brought through, like even okay, this this game anthem, it's it's an interesting beast because. And I wish I had someone here to talk to about. But this game had multiple release dates. I mean, they thought ahead. And they're like, hey, you buy this this version or you have this version on PC. We're going to give you it a week in advance. I still don't even see the crashing and bricking consoles happening with that. I mean, you couldn't play it on PS4 a week in advance, but... I haven't heard much PC crashing or anything, but there was time to prep. They had betas. I played... No, I didn't play in the beta. I may have played in the beta. I can't remember now. But they had betas going. I mean, you can't foresee all problems when a game launches, and making games is hard. But when it's bricking consoles and at the rate I've seen... Or not breaking console, but full restarting. Like you pull out the power cord, it's it's a problem. This has to be number one on your list, you know, your hotfix list. If I'm Bioware, I am I am moving assets around to to fix this problem because it cannot persist if you want your game to keep living because people aren't going to risk losing their PS4 to play a game. They'll, or if they're on the fence of buying Anthem, they're going to look at this news and be like, well, the game's breaking PS4s and Xboxes. I'm not going to buy that until they fix the problem way down. I'm not going to buy it for four months. I'm not going to buy it for a couple months until they fix the problem and it's cheaper. So if Bioware wants to get their monies out of it, fix the damn problem. All right, enough ranting for me. Next story. This one's... I just want to be excited if I didn't already have this game, but I already have it, so, I mean, less exciting, but good news for Switch owners. Friday the 13th, the game, coming to Switch. Gun Media, the devs behind Friday the 13th, the game, have announced that the game will be heading to the Switch. The Switch version of the game will include all of the released content and paid DLC, which I didn't buy any of the DLC, so that's kind of cool that on the Switch version, I don't know how it will run, because, I mean, the game kind of runs like trash on PS4, but 
Anyways, have all the paid DLC except for the uh, Savini Jason that was exclusive for kick, uh, Kickstarter backers. Because the game came out on... It was originally a Kickstarter project. If you were a backer at the $30 level, I think it was. Maybe 50 I can't remember. Because I actually was going to kickstart it. Um, you get the Savini uh, Jason that Tom Savini uh, designed. He's the... Tom Savini is a guy who does digital effects and practical effects for horror movies. Uh, he was the sex machine in Don from Destel Don. Uh, pretty cool guy. I mean, he does a ton of horror movies. And he made a really cool Jason for Friday the 13th game. Which, when it came out on PlayStation, there was a glitch that allowed anybody to download it for like 10 minutes or something. I unfortunately didn't hear about that because I would have downloaded the shit out of that because it's a cool skin and he has different moves and different kills. And I think Todd, Tom Savini did all the uh, practical effects for the game too, which is cool. Very fun game in case any of you haven't played it. Super fun. I haven't really played De Dead by Daylight, kind of the same thing. But I really enjoyed Friday the 13th. I played a lot of that when it came out on PS4. Next up! Ooh, peak there. That'll be interesting to hear back. This one is, is really cool, too. Um, this is more of... If this takes off, it's going to be big for the future of gaming. Digital-only Xbox to release in May. So, Amron Khan from Game Informer reports, according to Windows Central, the console is codenamed the console is codenamed the Xbox Maverick. The actual name, however, is reported to be the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. Really bad name. Really, really, really bad name. Whoever's naming Xboxes needs to stop, because Xbox One X. Xbox One S All Digital Edition is just a mouthful. Takes you 10 seconds just to say it. So the specs, it's going to be just like a regular Xbox One S. It'll be the same exact thing, but it won't have a disk drive, essentially. All the games will have to be digital, digitally downloading. They haven't said... Microsoft has not set a price, but I'm hoping it's going to be a lot cheaper than the Xbox One S. Um... As for me, someone who gets all the games digitally, I'm, I get all my games digital unless it's my, uh, Nintendo because they Nintendo hold their value. Games on Xbox and PlayStation do not hold value at all. So two things on this. They haven't announced the... I mean, they technically haven't really announced the the thing itself. But uh, pre-orders are going to be live in April, apparently. And they haven't said how much space is going to be on the hard drive. Now, they don't sell anything under a terabyte on the Xbox Store anymore, and uh, Xbox One S is around $250. I'm thinking... You sell this thing, if you sell this thing for $200, you have to put at least a 2 terabyte in there. 
memory's cheap. You're putting a two terabyte in there. One terabyte, I think 175 would be a good price. Seeing how it's so late in the generation, though, you can could, you could be Xbox and be aggressive. Go 150. You'll get a lot of people to buy it. A lot of people will buy an Xbox One S for 150. I would probably trade in my hunk of junk and my launch Xbox and go with a all digital one for that. And the second thing I want to talk about in depth: all digital future. Um, I am down to clown with the all digital future. I. Very, 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 very rarely on PlayStation or Xbox will buy a game physically. Like I said, Nintendo I do because they're, they retain so much value. And I like the carts. What can I say? But all if I'm buying a game on PlayStation, I'm buying it digitally. I'm not going to the store. Unless there's a super good deal, I'm not, I'm not buying a disc. My son just got Hitman 2 on disc. It's like, <coughs> I mean, it's so arbitrary. You got to get up, change the, I also have Fallout 76. My fiance bought it for me on, on, on disc. So if I wanted to go from Hitman 2 to Fallout 76, get off the couch, take out Hitman, find the case for it, find the case for 76 and open it and be like, oh, wait. That's, there's a movie in here. What the hell did I do with the game? Go to that movie, find that disc. Okay, I found the disc. It, the ease of digital is so nice. I mean, I know not all people, excuse me, <coughs> will not be able to <clears throat> do an all digital because of internet caps and bandwidth caps, internet speeds. But if they, if this concept does well for xbox i hope they adopt this for the next generation of xbox and playstation 4s because if i can buy a ps5 and a ps5 digital edition and it's 50 dollars cheaper 100 dollars cheaper whatever the eyes and disk drive cost i'm getting that digital edition hands down i'm getting that digital edition now, it gets weird with if they were to do that um, because they still need to sell boxes at retail stores. And if they're saying, like, hey, we're just going to go all digital, we're taking all these games out of here, and we're not making discs anymore, I mean, a retailer is not going to like that. Wh- why would a retailer want you to go digital when you're, they want you to buy through them so they're getting their 30% kickback or whatever their percentage is for discs. They they don't want you going digital. So is if they go digital with digital consoles next cycle, is this going to cause retailers to not want to sell their box, sell the PS5 or sell the Xbox 454 or whatever they're going to, freaking call it after their naming conventions I don't know but it it's going to be interesting be, for a few things just because digital I love it super convenient 
don't got to go to a store to buy a game. I get it right. Being in Minnesota, games unlock at 11 o'clock, 11 p.m. on uh, Monday nights or Thursday nights, depending on when the game's coming out. If you're on the East Coast, it comes out at 9 p.m., I think. So that's really nice. Uh, West Coast comes out at midnight. But it would be... It would behoove them to at least give the option, I think. Don't totally abandon discs so you can keep your retail space. And don't... I mean, you're just getting such a better deal with digital if you're, if you're PlayStation or if you're Xbox. People paying you to sell... to Every time you buy a game, they're getting a cut of a digital price, so... And a lot of people don't like buying digital because they don't own the game. They, they're leasing it or licensing it out. I mean, at this point, all the consoles are going to be integrated with the internet. They already are. And if you're like, oh, I wanna, I'm going to want to play this game 30 years in the future on my console, chances are... You're not going to be able to do that anyways. The server servers are going to be down. You're not going to be able to pop in your disk and ping the server to play this game. Some You might be able to, but I don't know if PS5 and the new Xbox will, will allow you to do that. I would think they would, but you never know. We'll have to see once they announce them. I'm guessing around E3 time. Moving on. More Xbox news. This one is this one's pretty good for uh, pretty good value actually. Just Cause 4 comes to Xbox Game Pass. Avalanche Studios Just Cause 4 is now available in the Xbox Game Pass free games library. The only reason this is really news, I should say Fallout 4 is also coming out this month. But I should say this is news because just Cause 4 just came out in December. Like, it's a new game. I This is just showing you Xbox is making moves, making partnerships, and making their Game Pass service something that is a must-have if you have Xbox. If I use my Xbox more, I would 100% be on... Like, I'm on Game Pass now, but I would I would be a subscriber for life of the console. Because it's, it's such a good... It's such a good service. I mean, this game came out, what, four months ago? That is crazy. And they're giving it away for, for well, I, I say free in quotes. You're paying for the service, but it's on their free library. So you can just download as you please. It's just showing you how great the service is and how it continues to grow with newer, new, newer games. I mean, Fallout 4, that's a big one too. That comes out later, I think on the 15th, but... That is, that's super nice. I mean, Game Pass. I can't speak. I can't tell tell you enough how good that service is. If you have an Xbox, get that service. A little pregnant pause for you. All right. Last story I have for you guys today. It's gonna be a little shorter episode today. Nintendo Labo is getting VR. All right, so Nintendo Labo, if you don't remember or know what this is, it, uh, Labo kits are these cardboard kits that you build 
and you play games with what you build. Like uh, there's a robot you can build, and it's like a suit that you wear to play the game. Or there's the variety pack where you can build a playable piano, which is really cool. I have I have that kit. I just haven't made the piano yet, uh, which I really should do that. But I've made the fishing game. I mean, it's cool. You make a fishing pole out of cardboard, and it all clicks in. It all works really well. Uh, but arriving April 12th, Labo ToyCon, that's the cardboard pieces, 04 VR kit will be available. Fend off an alien invasion, snap photos of the sea life, and more. So th the picture that they show have, I think, five different kits. So I don't know. They haven't really said too much about it. I don't know if they, all these VR games or all these VR kits come in the single VR kit. I'm assuming they would. And they're, like, interchangeable. But, yeah, some of them are just a headset you make, and then you put the Switch in the headset. I mean, I, I'm assuming all of them are that, actually. But, I mean, that that's pretty cool. I like, I'm like. i a big proponent of VR. I got PSVR. My buddy has uh, Vive, and it's super fun. I, I love VR. Oh, wait, there is another story as well. Um, this one, just because I love the game so much, and I might actually pick this up. But going off of the Nintendo and VR... Blizzard's original Diablo is available on good good old games storefront. This is uh, coming from Hunter Wolf at uh, Game Informer. So I'm not even going to read his email or his uh, his post. I'll just kind of go through it. They're selling Diablo today for ten dollars nine ninety nine. Which is great price. I think that's great because what always got me is when you load up the Blizzard launcher on PC, you you can't buy Diablo One, which is it's my favorite Diablo game. I love Diablo One. Diablo Three might have beat it now because I I bought and played that game so much, but I absolutely love Diablo One and you. Can't it's not you can't easily play it anywhere. You can't buy it on Steam. I don't believe. Yeah, you can't buy it on Steam or nothing. I have a disc somewhere, but the disc don't work on my computer because it's too new, or whatever. I I can't seem to figure it out why it won't work. Or I'll get it working and the colors are all fucked. But I I love Diablo One. <laughs> it the art style, just the music, everything about Diablo One just hits me home. I love it. Love it so much. Even the online. I don't know if online is going to be available, but so definitely go support good old games. They're having some problems over there. Buy Diablo one. That game is great. All right. And we're going to finish off this podcast by telling you, remember you can go and email us to get your emails read and we'll make it a segment every week. Um, at, Spawn in games at gmail.com. I'll go through emails, pick ones that I want. Probably most of them will make the cut. I'm not picky. But I'll uh, I'll read you guys' emails, questions, concerns. If you want to give me a question about what else I think of some something that happened that I didn't get in my news or a game, or if you just want to say what you think about a certain news, if you want to put your two cents in. Or uh, pretty much anything. You email us. 
Email spawning games. S P A Yeah, you'll figure it. Spawn in games at gmail.com. And don't forget we're on pretty much every podcast service now. Um, we're on iTunes now, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Remember to go give us a follow and like. We're gonna be on YouTube soon. I think in the next couple weeks I'm gonna get a YouTube channel going. And I'll probably to start it's just gonna be a static image of probably our logo uh, and the podcast feed. I wanna eventually start doing some video podcast through a video aspect. I wanna have a camera pointed at me and whoever I have here and put that on YouTube, but still have the same quality that I'm getting from this mic for our the actual podcast. So stuff I'm is in the works. I might have some upcoming games I'm looking at. I don't know yet and I have to read more on it. Uh, I did some business. I've been busy away doing business stuff with the site or with the podcast. So remember to go give us a like everywhere you can. Follow us, subscribe, everything. I appreciate it much. And we will talk to you next week. All right. Bye now.